Hello everyone and welcome to uh, yet another edition of Aiden Mike's Monday Night Wars with with Aid and, and Mike. Obviously. Sup. Sup. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So this week is uh, is the eighteenth of September, nineteen ninety five. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Obviously, watch it on Sunday. Can't remember a lot of it now. So uh, <laughs> so we'll see what's going on. But uh, before we get on that, there's a lot to talk about, isn't there? There's a general election. There is a general election um, happening over here in the UK. Um, we're not going to talk about it. No, that. we're not going to talk yeah. about it. I mean, I'd, I'd suggest you vote if you haven't, but I'd say I don't really... It. See, I, I would. I, I would say vote. Not because I think it'll make any difference. Not because, you know, you, your vote matters. It, it doesn't. Just if in two years' time everything goes to shit and you've not voted and you're moaning, someone can go, yeah, but did you vote? Just lie, then. Yeah, I mean, you could just lie, but it's just, you know, for your own peace of mind... If you want to be able to complain, just make sure you vote. That's my system. But actually, as a general thing, just on elections and voting, I think it's best covered by that South Park episode where they're voting for a new school mascot. Like, if you've not seen it, just go out and watch it. That covers the whole election process to a T. So, yeah. Yeah, watch that would be my advice. Right. So So when I started doing this, so I've been pretty pretty whacked out during the... um the first few times we did this. So I went on the network and I um, looked at the date of when the first Nitro was. Uh, so I thought, okay, that's week one. Um, I'll add two weeks because um, that will be the second week. Third week? One. Third week. No, sorry, I'll add one week. That's what I thought when I was doing this. Yeah. So I, you know, put on that, <laughs> put on that episode of Raw, and then I got it was SummerSlam two weeks ago, uh, when the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels and the bad guy Razor Ramon climbed the ladder and engaged in one of the greatest matches in WWE history, sweating emotion and dripping determination. These two gladiators took on a grueling roller coaster ride of intestinal fortitude, filled with heart, filled with integrity and showmanship, only the superstars of the new WWE generation, it said WWF, see, that's how brainwashed I am now, can deliver. When all was said and done, and with the Intercontinental title on the line, and the destiny of facing a psychopath hanging (laughs) in the balance, (laughs) only one of the mighty competitants would be named the victor, Tonight, that same victor, Shawn Michaels, defends the same Intercontinental Championship against Psycho Sid. Just As Psycho in- Sid rises, oh sorry, vies to tear down the Heartbreak Hotel by not only claiming the champion's gold, but permanently darken- darkening his blinding, spectacular spotlight. <laughs> okay. Just in case anyone isn't clear, that's actually last week's Raw. I still kept watching. Mike has watched the, the, the wrong episode of Raw. Tell me you watched the correct episode yeah, afterwards. Yeah, but it was halfway through the first match yeah. when I clocked on. Fair enough. I mean, as long as you clocked on eventually, but I think I, I, we're okay. But because I was in dark times <laughs> when I watched it the first you time missed, around, yeah. I, uh, that, is, that was incredible from... like. Good old McMahon. Does this exist anymore? That? I've not seen it. I mean, intestinal fortitude as a term seems to have gone away. Darkening is blinding, spectacular spotlight. Yeah. Yeah, they were big on Sean. Sweating emotion and dripping determination. I mean, I we all saw it, Mike. We all saw it. Anyway, shall we move, so, on, yeah. To yeah, yeah, move on to the actual week? Yeah. So, just quickly in news and, and sport, um, 
on a weekly basis there is apparently not a lot of news one thing i did pick up i found this website that does you can look through it does like what happened on various days seems to do it for the year though in the ones i've been no i found a good one i'll, I'll show it you it does like it does does obviously it doesn't do every day it just does it goes through and obviously it has them and it has the date that they happened one of the things i've picked up is i don't know if it's just 95 i don't know if it was this period of 95 but it seems like baseball records get broken on like a weekly basis well, there's always someone breaking one juicing in that period Possibly, but wasn't, these are these are weirdos I've never heard of. Wasn't like. that period for baseball like the eighties was for athletics? Mm. The wild, wild well, there's west. There's a lot of taking the piss out of that in South Park, isn't there? There is, yeah, and maybe maybe it is, but like they're weird records as well. Like, like, but obviously there's a lot of shit going on in baseball, so there's a lot of records, like records, like you know, consecutive pitches without a hit and stuff like that. They're just they're tumbling all the time, like all the bloody time. Uh, but anyway, uh, other than that, in in real sport, basically now it happened this this week, as far as I could make out. I think the only thing that could even be classified as sport was the uh, women's U.S. Open golf happened, or or something along those lines. Don't uh, want to say anything that might upset people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what I would say is women's golf is is. Don't say anything. Leave it there. Yeah. Nah, it's just a matter. It's not a. It's not got a massive public spotlight, so, you know, people probably wouldn't know who was who 22 years ago. Was that Laura Davis around? I don't know, Mike. She's the only one I know. I know, I know. I I I, don't know that many male golfers, though, either. I do, actually. I'm just pretending. Yeah, I mean, when you you start thinking about it, they (laughs) pop up all the time, yeah. So, anyway, in in real actual news... I'm not a chauvinist. No, yeah, no, no one is. But speaking of that, uh, Miss America was this week. That's more my speed. It is, yeah. Not a chauvinist, I just enjoy the occasional beauty Just like women looking pretty. Yeah, I mean... Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, all right, right. Um, We'll leave that there for for a minute. I'm trolling myself. You are a little, and I think it, you know, maybe we should... Should not do that, as these people don't know us and mind that now. It's just just a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just banter. Just banter. It's just pants. Yeah, don't say pants. Don't ever say pants. Do what I want. No, you won't. I'll fucking kill you. Not literally, of course, people. If he turns up dead, it wasn't me. Uh, Anyway, uh, so some other stuff. A space shuttle landed. uh, And, uh, you know, Body Worlds? Bollywood. No, Body Worlds. It's a thing. Body Worlds? Yeah, it's that exhibition where that guy, like, injects people with, like, plastic or something after they're dead and, like, I thought you were talking them. about something like Slim Fast or no, something. No, no. Anyway, that opened in Tokyo. I don't know if that was the first place it opened. I feel like it wasn't. But it's a thing that I've happened. I've never heard of it, mate. Really? Body Worlds? Yeah, so the guy, Gunter something his name is. He in German? I think so but I don't want to be racist about it. Um, but he, um, Or Scandinavian, it's one of the I, two. I think he is actually German. The, the only times I've seen him, he's wearing like a trench coat and a, and a hat, and he does look like a Nazi war criminal doctor. So, um, But uh, he's probably a good bloke. Yeah, I'm not saying don't he get is. Him in trouble with Gunther. I'm not saying he is. No, especially it's like... So his whole bag is like... What you he can't does be is, calling Germans Nazis, mate. I'm not positive he's a German. Anyway... So he, if he's Scandinavian, it's all right then. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. They suffered as much as anyone. 
Especially with Finnish, they had a bad time. Hands of the Russians. Well. And the Swedish did quite nice things in helping people out. They did. I, Good lads. But anyway, so he basically, like, he gets corpses. Obviously, people donate them. And, like, he's got some process that basically preserves it. Doesn't in, steal them. No. It's all above like, board, this yeah, body world. Like, it kind of preserves the corpse and, and plasticizes it. And so, basically, he displays them so you can, you can see the blood vessels and, and stuff. And then he poses them and things. It's like, all... Like the kind of thing you see in school. No, like the kind of thing you see in horror movies, quite frankly. But, but yeah, it's it's that kind of thing. It's kind of educational. I'll look it up. Fun. This body world. I've never Don't heard bother. Of it. It's it's shit. It's gone away, and with good reason. Um, but yeah, so so that's it for news and sport. Really, not not a lot going on. Where are we in a music and and, and the film world, Mike? Um, it's not much. Happy. The only the only new film in the top ten that we probably wouldn't have talked about, but I think it's a re-entry, is Braveheart. Oh, really? I don't think we talked about that last week. No, no, we, we, we didn't. I mean, it's hard to talk about Braveheart without randomly screaming freedom for no clear, clear reason. Um, I'm not going to do it, but you can if you want. No. No. I've got nothing against Scottish people either, apart from a few things, but I do find it funny that they love it so much when it is so historically inaccurate, it's a joke. Yeah, I mean, it is, like, the inaccuracies in it are a literal joke. Um, it's kind of weird as well. Like, if I was Scottish, and I'm not, but, like, that would annoy me. You are me. half Irish, though. I am half Irish. But, like, it would annoy me. Like, because his life, you know, William Wallace and um, his life, and it was it was all right. You didn't have to tell lies. Like, the story's good enough on its own. And William the Bruce as well gets gets bummed in the bum. Like, he was all right, <laughs> Robert the Bruce, sorry. Not William the Bruce, Robert the <laughs> Bruce. William the Bruce. <laughs> Fucking hell. No wonder. They changed his name, it's a disgrace. But, uh, yeah, so Robert the Bruce is like a Scottish hero. Like, that makes him out like he was... Yeah, but he's all, he's a good lad by the end, isn't he? Yeah, but in a little bitchy way. Like... Also, the actor who plays him does play him like a little bitch. He really does, he is a total... Total. He is a total little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's Robert the Bruce. It's bizarre, but anyway, it, it's what happens. Well, um, I don't know. I saw some shitty documentaries about it. Apparently, yeah. he was just a bit of a mercenary. Yeah, I mean, you get like he'd been but in I don't France know, and you stuff. Know, I don't know. But, it's just a, but yeah, a I mean, who cares? Like the yeah. film itself is is entertaining. You can't knock it for that. Like it, films I enjoy quality. It. It's amazing. I enjoy it. Obviously, one of my favourite parts about it when we're talking historical accuracy is he, he has he has sex with uh, with that prince's wife, doesn't he? You know, like Edward Longshanks' son is married to that French bird. In the end. Yeah, and he knobs her and, and he's about to So, like, the, the French kid. next king is really Scottish. Yeah. It alludes to. Yeah, so basically, like, in real life, the time that William Wallace was alive and died, that girl was, like, six years old. So... Not only did Mel Gibson, yeah, don't know, free Scotland. He he also was a pedo. I mean, I'm not pointing any fingers, but that is the story they're telling. Yeah. So yeah, uh, what about music? Anything happening in, in the music world? Um, number one, this is still on my computer. The printer wasn't working, so I'm going off memory. But um, number one in America was Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, it has was been that, for a few weeks. I think we've still, discussed this in, in the context of Dangerous Minds, which yeah. was also in the... And yeah. um, 
Oh yeah, number one in England is uh, Shaggy. Which one? The first one. <laughs> what, Mr. Boombastic? Mr. Boombastic, yeah. Oh, okay. Also in the top ten, the only other thing that I um, don't think was on the week before is Roy Chubby Brown's version Alice, of... Alice, who the fuck is Alice? Alice. Yeah. That's did not he bad. Create Alice, Alice, who the fuck is Alice? Was that he, around before? So, right, he did the Alice, Alice, who the fuck is Alice bit. Mm. The song, the, the 25 years living next door to Alice was a song. So Stuart never muttered profanities in his own song? Not that I'm aware of, no. Sounds unlike Stuart, doesn't it? Uh, well, in public, anyway. I mean, he is also Scottish, so... Yeah, muttering... he, does seem, he does seem a bit of a one in private. Yeah, muttering profanities is probably right up his alley. Not generalising, but I am generalising. It's just he how I am. He looks like a card, Stuart. He does a bit. But he was, actually, um, the other day, for some reason, I can't remember how this came up, I was watching the video to um, Stacey's mum. Oh, it was... With uh, pants around ankles? No, no, because it was... A, basically what it was, I was... A, she's Paul, fit, Rachel I know. Hunter. Jesus Christ, it's, I would it's, love... It's outrageous. I'd love to have an eighth of the life of Stuart. <laughs> I know. A fifteenth. Like, even even when he was old, he was better than me as a young man. I'm fair well, even now? Robert. What are you talking... <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like when he was old. He's yeah. still old. I'd swap places with Stuart right now. We all would, Mike. We all would. But, yeah, I was playing guitar here at Paul's for some reason. It was one of the songs that came on, and obviously, while well, it's... Like, there's a mode where it has the um, the video on in the background. But, yeah. What, not Paul, our old manager from... No, America. no, Paul from, from Essex. Because he was a twat. <laughs> yeah, I met him on the street once, going to yours. I was like... And the thing was, you know how... Because there's that crossing across mm -hmm. uh, Enfield Park Road. Like, it's the only place to cross. So I was there waiting to cross, and he was on the other side. So basically... Because, like, he walked up while I was stood there. I had no choice. Like, I had to say hello. Because there was no way. Didn't have to, mate. But there was. You're a pussy. That's why you did it. <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> but there was, there was no practical way to make it look like I hadn't seen him because I was staring at him because he looks like a ferret, which is weird. Anyway, so. Hopefully, Paul's not listening. Yeah, I mean, you've got to hope so. Maybe he won't remember. He us. won't I mean, even know. Yeah, we, we weren't that big a deal in his I life. I don't even think he knows the hatred that I have for him. I don't think he could go on if he did because it wasn't just us it was everyone who worked for him because probably his own wife it has to was be was he married i don't know well i mean if he is then yeah you're probably right all right so should we get on to to, to the wrestling oh yeah another film that was in that top 10 sorry just because this got me actually thinking about wrestling was uh that film hackers uh, i've never actually seen it it's got no. johnny lee miller in yeah and Angelina and Jolie, Jolie gets gets her boobs out, doesn't she? Um, I pretend that I don't know, but I know for sure that she does. Yeah. But it got me thinking about um, Alfred Carlos, who is into sci-fi. He probably yeah. owns this movie. I don't know if this movie's good, but sci-fi fans and wrestling fans are the same, as in they'll there is watch a lot of overlap. anything. Yeah. You know, like, I'll watch wrestling... That I know is going to be bad. I won't do We've it with anything it. else. Yeah. No, I quite like westerns, but if there's a western on that I don't like, I won't watch it or mm. buy it. Yeah, no, Matt's. Yeah, Whereas sci fi fans literally, well, our mate does anyway. He owns 
every sci-fi movie ever made. Yeah, I mean, there is a film, he likes fantasy as well, uh, by which I mean Lord of the Rings type stuff, not anything weird. Um, but Maybe a... he likes that, we don't know that. But... I wouldn't ask, I just yeah. wouldn't ask. Leave him to it. But right here next to us, there is a film called Warriors of Heaven and Earth. If anyone knows what that is, feel free to tell me, but it's got to be gash. It just has to, I mean, look at it. No offence on it, but look so at it. So it'll, it'll like... Things that people say are good, like, you know, I've never watched it, but Game of Thrones is a, a critically... Yeah, I mean, like, the so Lord of the Rings films yeah. are here as well. Um, what else have we got? I mean, this is a really... i got the Star Wars prequels, which are bad. Uh, Watchmen. The, you know, I like Watchmen. I think it's really good. Black Lightning. Yeah. Which isn't a porno. No, I think it's, um, I think it's one of the... It's a real-life film. Yeah, no, it is live action. Anyway, moving on from that. So anyway, that got, yeah, that, that's it. That's all I've got to say about yeah. movies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay, so anyway, so uh, 18th of, of September. Raw, for some reason, it's listed on, on the WWE Universe as the 18th of September, um, which was a Monday. But the first thing we say is, welcome to a special Thursday night edition of, of Monday Night Raw. So I don't really know what was happening there. I tried Googling it to find out why it was on a Thursday. Got nine. So if anyone knows, mm. yeah, give us a bell. Tell oh. us why. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Not phone us. I'm not going to leave my number on there. Just I will. You can phone me, guys. Don't worry about it. It's going to be a real number as well. So, you know, feel comfortable phoning it. If, if you fit, do it. <laughs> Man yeah. or woman. I might actually put a real number now. Because I haven't really... Really just, thought about that. Just put someone's number enough. we don't like. On there. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. I'll put Carlos's <laughs> on there. He'd love that. Anyway, um, yeah, so so we get into Raw, has the opening, um, and then and then they have a recap of the Razor Ramon uh, 1 2 3 Kid stuff from, from last week. Uh, basically. Did that, he, I, I didn't remember him crying. That was quite cool. Yeah, I 1 2 3 Kid was crying. Yeah, <laughs> to be fair, all I took away from it was it just. Because it's been a few weeks since since we did it, like it just reminded me of the King was awesome throughout that. Like he did real good work there, did Jerry the King. Can't knock that shit. Um, and then, and then they had a match, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So it goes straight into. They reminded us that this has been going from 1993, because yeah. that was when One Two Three Kid debuted. Debuted. Well, no, he didn't debut them. I think he lost a few matches. Oh, okay. But he, when the massive upset happened, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. all were supposed to believe he was a jobber, mm. and then he beat Razor, and it was a wow. It was a wow moment. Like No one was expecting that. He wasn't being built up as anything other than, you know, Rad Radford. Yeah. And then he won. Fucking Rad Radford. Yeah, so like, one of the things I noted about, about this match in Raw was it's the first time I can remember... Maybe it happened in one of the other ones. Uh, Vince McMahon pulling out that what a manoeuvre, which uh, which I enjoyed. That, that took me back to being a kid. Uh, yeah, because bit of Vince, bit of what a manoeuvre. Can't beat that. And uh, the Dean was critiquing from his mobile classroom. Yeah. <laughs> All I've got written down is kind of rubbish Dean Douglas bit. Didn't see, really get it. I quite like Dean Douglas. <laughs> like, uh, I, uh, I like him. You know what I like more than Dean Douglas? What's How that? much Jerry the King Lawler likes, likes Dean Douglas. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he really is as well. The King is all over Dean Douglas. He's, he's yeah, like, I mean, to continue the teacher analogy, he's proper leaving him an apple every day and everything. He fucking <laughs> loves that shit. 
So yeah, in the in the match, it was. Um... I liked the match actually. I thought it was good. Like I, I enjoyed it. I especially liked the but... bit. So we had a bit where the ref, like it was, a, you know, a bit of a kerfuffle, and the ref gets knocked down and stuff, which I I thought was well done. I thought that was pretty well executed. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, they were alluding to in the match that maybe Razor was holding off a bit. He wasn't as brutal as he could have been. Because... Yeah, that was one of the. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed that about it. Like it was. It had, a good psychology of a match and like it was pretty you know, it had a good storyline and, and stuff and it was it was nicely executed by both men and you know I thought, thought it was decent but it was decent good start a lot start. of teacher what's a word for but a lot of classroom verbiage I don't know yeah like, like at some point and, yeah and analogies and Lola stuff said, yeah. like it's not to it's not smart to smart to fall asleep in class he knows he'd suffer the consequences from the dean. Yeah, I mean, there was a whole host of them. There was loads of them. Yeah. But, I mean, to be fair, like, it kind of it kept the kept the thing going, didn't it? Which was, which was decent. Um, I... So, one, two, three good wins, doesn't he? Like, he wins because uh, the dean comes in, doesn't he? The, yeah. the ref gets knocked down. Yeah. Um... You Which know, I thought was good. In a typical kind of way. Oh, right. I Yeah, sorry. Like, my bit about the rubbish Dean Douglas bit is actually in a, in a minute. Yeah, you're right. So, so the ref gets knocked down. There's a, a collision. Yeah. Then the Dean comes. I don't know what. It's it's a bit like a frog splash, it's, but without doing the knee thing. Yeah, and it's... but And it's, on, it's onto his back as well. On his back. standard, but... Which then raise a kind of... Well, they they say like he's knocked out. Yeah, because he's he's out for a long time. Was one of the things I I remember about it. It was like well, it's it's old old wrestling rules where yeah. if somebody who's not involved in a match does a move on you, that means you're hurt ten times more. Yeah, than if and and obviously if your own tag team partner hits you by accident while trying to hit someone else, there's a chance you'll die. He might as well have hit you <laughs> yeah. with a hammer. Yeah, basically he's he's gone out and bought a truck. And run you over with it, possibly repeatedly. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so but what? Like I, I quite liked it because I thought maybe it's because I've been watching like mm. a lot, a lot more of the recent stuff. Like because it took one, two, three kid so long to get the cover, but I thought Razor was going to kick out. I thought they were you know building it up so was, he's had time yeah, to recover. Yeah, me too. But yeah, but I, I liked, liked that it. Didn't he? Didn't. Well, the thing is, they're obviously, you know, I mean. It seems like they're not done with the storyline, and basically the only way to continue this storyline is to have one, two, three kid win. Like if Razor wins, it's over. Also helps the Dean out as well. Yeah, the Dean who isn't doing any actually actual wrestling, but is apparently um in your house against your man Razor. So yeah, he needs to be doing something. So, so. then after that, he he did his report card. In his which, classroom, which I, I loved. I did not love it. I loved it. It's. I was just. But again, yeah. just because of how much Lola loved it. Yeah, <laughs> Like Lola was selling it for all he was worth. So do you remember? Crazy. Do you remember what grades he gave? Um, so he gave. He gives a D for um, one, two, three, kid for dumb. Because yeah. he thought cause he's dumb because you thought you won when it was actually Dean Douglas. The Dean. Yeah. Then E to Razor Ramon for... I can't remember Elevation. What Elevate, yeah, yeah. Which is what you're trying to do in your house against um, against Dean Douglas. A, I can't... Did he 
I can't remember what A was for. Um, was did he give himself an A? I think he did. He gave himself an A and for then, some reason. And then his prediction for for in your house was N for no, no brainer. brainer. So then it obviously is an acronym that spells Dean. At which point, Jay the King Lala went mental. Like he was. <laughs> He cackled like a witch who has just boiled a child. And like, uh, at some point he it. said, he's brilliant. And yeah. uh, Vince, not to bury the D, which I like, said, he, he's clever, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so anyway, then we move on to... Um, so there's a tag match here. Uh, so Million Dollar Corporation is, is a thing at this point. Apparently, I don't know what they're calling themselves that. But Ted DiBiase has a team of Tatonka, and is it is it Savio... No, it's not. No, it's it's Tatanka and uh, Karma. Yeah, um, the Godfather. And Tatanka against Savio Vega and Sparkplug Bob Holly. Bob Sparkplug. Yeah. Holly. Whatever. But, um. I can't even speak. Yeah, I thought one of the things, like, Tatanka's looking a bit tubby at this point. I don't know if he always did, but, but you know. And Bob Sparkplug. Holly looks ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Like, uh, he's part of. He's a racing driver who wrestles. <laughs> don't even, as what? you do. Although actually, one of the things I really liked about this match, I thought, look, during the match. Oh, I, before it, Vince McMahon was obsessed with. Um, I can't remember in in a, was it main event or somewhere? DiBiase got slopped. Yeah, by uh, Henry Godwin. Um, that, that's not sexual either. It's no. not like tea bag. If you don't remember Henry Godwin, like Henry Godwin, I won't say it's the worst gimmick ever because I've not done the legwork well, before, for that. Before I, I, because he only said his name once. Yeah. So before I thought he was Tillbilly Jim. Yeah, I mean it's the same gimmick. But anyway, so Henry Godwin, it's actually Henry O. Godwin. So that his initials spell hog. Nice. Yeah. So he's he's a hog farmer. So he has a bucket of, of slop that he apparently feeds to pigs. And, like, he goes around lobbing it at people. So it happened to, to DiBiase. He got slopped good, old-fashioned American hog slopped. Not even a thing. Like, I mean, I, barely a sentence. But anyway, like, one of the things... Like, I got distracted in this match a lot. Like, it was... Like, I, I basically had to keep reminding myself what I was supposed to be doing. Um, yeah, I, I zoned out a bit. Yeah, like, I, you know, I mean, and that, that says a lot. The only thing was, actually, like, at the times when I did concentrate a little bit, I quite liked, as ridiculous as Bob Holly is, I, I like the fact that the commentators were building him up as, oh, he's this hothead and, you know, he d- can't control his temper. temper. Vince, Vince McMahon at one point asked him whose side was he on because yeah. he couldn't control himself and they kept making a thing out of, Tatanka and Karma being an actual tag team. Yeah. Whereas Bob Polly was a novice to the tag team genre. So he kept, you know... They, yeah, they kept taunting him and he tried to come into the ring. The ref would stop him and while the ref was doing that, they'd double team um, Savio Vega, as you do. And like, no, I, I, I quite like that because it, it gave the match something. Cause also, it legitimises tag team specialists. It does, yeah, which I've, I've got a lot of time you know, for. The team is better than the sum of its parts. You know, you know like who that. else has got a lot of time for tag team specialists? The Usos, because they're the Usos and there's no way they're ever going single under any circumstances. But anyway, um, that's that's not related. Uh, so eventually, DBRC's lads win it, don't they? Um, 
There you go. Karma catches Bob Holly. He does, he, he catches Bob Holly. And yeah. I think he botches for Power Slam. Seem to. But it luckily ends it, it ends kind of well because the botch makes him land kind of heavier on his head. Yeah, yeah. I mean like it's uh, it is. Or know, maybe it's not a botch, maybe that's the way it was supposed to be. But it, it, it works out okay in the end. Yeah, it, it does and it was decent. It was alright. It was you know. It leads uh, Jerry Lawler because they claim after um Bob Holly's brains are scrambled to say Did you hear about Jeffrey Dahmer's mother having his body cremated, but she saved his brain for research? Well, I got the real scoop. I think it was for breakfast. You've heard of brains and eggs. It runs in the family. Uh, He does do some good work. Yeah, but you couldn't say that now, could you? He's talking about a legitimate serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not not all fair on Jeremy yet. Jeffrey Dahmer, Jeremy. Yeah, I, I didn't know who it was, so I, I didn't get a reference. He, to um, he got vulnerable young men, raped them, and then ate them. I didn't want to know that, but uh, so, thanks which, for so, filling me in. Well, you know, I'm not the one making fun of the or killing and or <laughs> raping and killing you and know. eating people. In all fairness, Jerry Lawler. As far as I'm aware, um, I don't Monday know what Night you're doing. Time. Yeah, he is. Anyway, so then there was a little Razor promo, which was was decent. Like, I mean, obviously, the thing with a Razor Ramon promo is if you've seen one, you've seen them all. But they're, they're, still, they're still individually good. Um, so, yeah, so I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was, you know... Flicks razor, with toothpick at the end and The everything. street guy, the whole thing was, you know, guy yeah. from the street versus the Ivy League guy. Yeah, well, no, yeah it's not a bad, well, bad storyline. Yeah, yeah, it's decent. I mean, nice. it should work. And then, I'm like, I've got exclamation marks and everything after this. That pirate guy's on. Jean Pierre Lafitte. Even nah. they know it's ridiculous. So now, instead <laughs> of they're trying to downplay his pirateness and make him a thief. Yeah. So at this point, we're informed that that I don't know when this happened, but he stole Brett's jacket. He stole Brett's they jacket. Remind people. us that he also stole Brett's mum made him that jacket. And he stopped. That is absolutely scandalous. What kind of a man steals a jacket someone's mum made from? I'm really asking. This lad? <laughs> yeah, this lad. Jean-Pierre Lafitte, who is... I don't... They don't mention it, but I looked it up at some point. Like, in the, the storyline, he is actually a descendant of real-life pirate. Um, I can't remember what Lafitte's first name was. I think it's Jean. But he was a real pirate. But this guy is, is not. So during the match, it's against um, a jobber. I want to Brian say Walsh. Brian Walsh. Yeah. He did good throwing himself around. He did. Actually, this is... I mean, we'll come on to a thing here. Um, actually, one of my questions about several things was answered uh, during this match. This is the only match in my wrestling watching history that I've ever seen whose entire and only purpose was to provide background watching while they held a phone call. Um, yeah, because how often can that the come up? The phone call was the main purpose of that match. Yeah. By the way, Brett phoned. The, yeah, so uh, yeah. they have Brett Hart on the phone. Now, I think in previous one, a previous thing I might have said, hopefully we'll see Brett Hart. I'm missing a bit of Brett. Now, the phone call kind of answers why he's not been around. He's so doing Lonesome Dove. He's on the set of, a, of the TV show he did, which is called Lonesome Dove. 
so obviously he's he's not wrestling at this point, um, or at least actively. But he's on the phone. He does all right, but, you know. He Lola tells him he's going to be lonesome when the pirate steals a victory. Um, <laughs> Brett yeah. just goes on about how he's a thief and pirates don't exist anymore. Yeah, he, Brett actually says, mm. didn't know pirates were a real thing anymore. <laughs> and... I mean, in one way, fair play to him, because I think we all thought that at this point, this was obviously before Somalia got it, you know, threw its hat into the pirate ring. Because um, obviously pirates are back now, they're a real thing. Go watch them. Go watch them. Tom Hanks made a film about it, mate. It's real. Yeah, but they're different pirates. Yeah, they're not nice. They don't sing and have a Jolly Roger. Uh, which is a shame. I think they're missing out on half of a pirate experience, at least. I'm not going to talk about that, because it's... Kind of grim. It is kind of grim. You're not wrong. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, that match ends. As you say, it's a squash match. He does his cannonball mm. move, is it? Which is... Um... But it's it's a bit like a swanton bomb without, um, mm. like, extension. Yeah, so... You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of a swanton like bomb where, from the top. where he kind of deliberately keeps himself a bit more tucked to make it look more like a cannonball. Which is fair enough. Like, as... Finishing moves go, it, it's good and matching For the gimmick a big of the man as well. I was well yeah. impressed by it. Like, I, oh, Lola, yeah, I Lola tells right. Brett though, uh, during the phone call, I quite like he said, he tells Brett, um, uh, he's not going to have the taste of Lafitte in his mouth, but the taste of defeat. Yeah, I mean, it's a play on words, people. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I know you did. Um, it's, I mean, it's it's hard, it's hard repeating it or because. The way Lola does it with that stupid high pitched cackling yeah. voice is Yeah, it is, is it is real. hard to, to recapture, yeah. it really is. Um and that led us on to the final match of, of this week's Raw, which was uh Owen and Yoko. Yokozuna, not Yoko Ono. Um against men on a mission. I'd prefer to have watched that. <laughs> I think we all would, quite frankly. Especially the other members of the Beatles. I'd like to see how Yoko would do out of a comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, we all we all would, Mike. I mean again, especially the other members Not of the Beatles. Not the wrestler, the um <laughs> yeah, but... the widow of John Lennon. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I didn't really get this match, if I'm honest. Uh I as far King Mabel came on a throne. You remember? Yeah, carried by four people. And King he is King Mabel because he's, he's King of the Ring at the minute. Yeah. yeah, which we found out. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Mo, what, Mo Sir Mo. Well, it. yeah, obviously, if you're King, you can knight people, and if you could knight people, you'd go around doing it, wouldn't you? Hey, tell them about um, the inaccuracies in rank with Sergeant Slaughter. Ah. <laughs> so yeah, this is just very quick, Rick. So Sergeant Slaughter. His minion was, was it Colonel Mustafa? Yeah. Yeah, Colonel is a higher rank than Sergeant People. Um, in essence, some guy had just, like, God, yeah, but I'd be charges. No, no, you, look, this, we're in the military. It's all chain of command. It's, nah, nah, I'm in charge now, Colonel. What's a lieutenant? Because uh, uh, I don't Mustafa know. Mustafa was a lieutenant. Uh, so, lieutenant is, well, I thought he was Colonel. Lieutenant oh, is No, just, there's Colonel. One of them's a Colonel and one of them's a lieutenant. Okay, lieutenant is above Sergeant, but it is below Colonel. So, it goes... I don't well, know the exact, but it goes lieutenant, lieutenant, colonel, colonel. So, so for both, for both. And then sergeant is, sergeant's actually a relatively low rank. I mean, sergeant's basically supervisor, isn't it? Where yeah. the other two are like managers. Yeah, but I think they went with sergeant slaughter because of the alliteration more than thinking, you know, but it, it made, like, I mean, really they should have gone with field marshal uh, slaughter, but they didn't. Or general, general would have done. Uh, anyway, Where's so. Where's smokes? 
fuck knows, Mike. I can look after your smoke. I'm not your mum. Uh, anyway. We'll pause it for a bit. Before, uh, uh, yeah, we probably should. All right, and we're back. So uh, you sort out for, for smokes now, mate? Well, we actually did other things. Like, I went for a piss, didn't I? Well, we and both you, did. And uh, you watched me have a piss. I mean, I... Whilst licking your lips. I don't understand what that was all about. Were you, oh, were you hungry <laughs> in a... Yeah, I've, I mean, I've not eaten this evening, uh, so, you know. So it wasn't about me? No, no, of course not, no. And I did need a piss as well, which was why I was there originally. Um, I was farming an elderly kid. So you were thinking about other things, you weren't... Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. I mean, that's what we'll go with. Uh, anyway, back to the wrestling. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the match felt a bit pointless, Yoko and... Uh, oh, they, re- they reinforced the ring at the beginning, remember? No, I don't really remember that. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. So at the, the beginning, because you've got two um, behemoths mm. in the ring, they made a point of telling you that like the ring lackeys yeah. were reinforcing the ring. Well, that was that was my thing with the match. Actually, it really felt like it was um, it was a big build up for oh, it's going to be Yoko against Mabel, and they'll they'll face off. And and in essence, they just didn't. Well, they didn't because half of the match was Owen Hart being isolated. Yeah. Then the next half was Sir Mo being isolated. Yeah. And they didn't really have that much involvement with each other. Yeah, but it was a bit where they were both in and they were like facing off and it looked like it was going to happen. And then they kind of both just, just didn't. It was weird and I didn't like it. Well, um, we'll, 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 we'll quickly bypass that then. Um, yeah, Owen and Yoko won. They did. They uh, did. Jim Cornette distracted the ref. He did. He was in Owen and Yoko's corner yeah. if we hadn't. Said that before. I think he's Owen's manager because Mr. Mm-hmm. Fuji is also there. Yeah, both of them were there, weren't they? Yeah. And uh, yeah, Owen dropped toe holded um, Samo, and then Yoko does a leg drop, which, let's face it, in real life, if he actually did to you, would be fatal. Like, he is a big man. There's no two ways about that. Uh, but yeah, so, and then, then we have a bit of a promo in the ring, don't we? Uh, mainly Jim Cornette on the mic. No, first, there's a pre recorded. Um, promo with Sean and Diesel. There is a pre-recorded promo with Sean and Diesel, um, yeah. Apparently the next pay-per-view is in Michigan, yeah. which is Detroit, Diesel's hometown. Yeah. And um, that was about it for that. Yeah, it was, and they were basically doing the old, oh, you know, we're going to we're gonna win the tag belts as, as well. And, you know, but with them. being cool. Yeah, yeah. That's but, their thing. Yeah, they are two dudes with attitudes. Um, chaps with... They, they want to be two chaps with all the straps. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, you can't knock a catchphrase if they're all right. I mean, two dudes with attitudes to me makes you sound like, well, you're pricks, but, uh, you know, they're, they're not really, like, on the mic and everything, they're all right. You, you kind of get behind them. You can't knock them for that. Uh, but then, yeah, so then it comes back to the ring and Jim Cornette is on, and he does a promo about how they're not a proper tag team, and because their belts will be up for grabs as well, so, for example... Diesel is um, world champion. If he's pinned, he loses it to whoever pins him. So Jim Garnett's thing... makes it pretty clear, you know. But last time these yeah. two guys were together, yeah, you know, they broke up like a couple of divorcees. It went wrong the last time yeah. they were uh, aligned. And, and to be fair, I like Jim Garnett. I didn't as a younger man, um, but yeah, no, he's he, he got a good promo and he's so actually a lot of fun to listen to. Jim Garnett, like if you know, if you watch YouTube stuff. Well, I get. Um, I think it's. I get. Well, I. Just know it as FSM. I'm pretty mm. sure it's Fighting Spirit magazine. Is that it? Something um, like that, yeah. But anyway, my girlfriend got me um, a, a subscription. A subscription, yeah. So I get it. I read it uh, every month, and his column is really good. 
Yeah, he's. Like, I really enjoy reading him. However, look, I don't always agree with him. I, I think I in I am more in Vince Russo's corner for look, what I mean, wrestling should be now. But that's another. You know, yeah, that's, that's a totally different yeah. thing. So the thing with Jim Cornette is whether you agree with him or not. He's he he, he makes a good point and he makes it with. But I'm not a child, so I can like them yeah. both. And yeah, he he mm. makes it. He mm. makes his, his point with, with a lot of enthusiasm and you can tell he believes it. Whether or not he's right, and I actually agree with Mike, I think on a lot of things Jim Cornette is, is not right and, and like, you know, it's not wrestling anymore, it's not the eighties, you know, it's time to move on. But also it's a TV show. It well, is it is very much a TV show, yeah. And especially now with no Monday Night Wars, you're answering to execs and, you know, they wanna they wanna see certain things and you kinda gotta do it. But anyway, I, I liked the promo. Was was basically the, yeah, the point I really of all this. Promo. I really, because we've not we've not got um, much knowledge of what went on before this. We yeah. just started watching on the first Nitro, mm. so it, it, I liked how he threw a spanner. In, you know, before this, I was like, "This is come on, everybody knows that the next pay per view, Sean and Diesel are going to go over and win." But this promo made me think, well, maybe they won't. Maybe maybe they will fall out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't thinking that before this promo, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. He made me go, oh, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, that's... Now I don't know who's going to win. But Yeah, I mean, that's obviously clearly just good promo work. Um, yeah, like, it'd be interesting, mate. It can't be long away, actually, is it? Is it? Would it be next for us um, in your house? It, it may well be. Well, we'll, we'll have see. We'll have a gander. But, um, yeah, it finishes... Um, with a very strange Undertaker vignette, but I didn't really understand. I, like, I, I didn't, I, I had no idea what was happening. But there was... Well, he's, he's fighting Bulldog next week. Yeah. And um, they went back to the, the little, to Vince and um, Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler made a prediction. Remember that? Yeah. He predicted uh, that Yoko would pin no, Diesel. He did he predict? Yeah, I thought he predicted Owen. No, he predicted Yoko, Yoko would. Yoko's been diesel. Yeah. Okay, so that's it in your house. And I do think in your house is, it will be the next event that we'll be podcasting. So, so yeah, you, you need to get watching that, Mikey. Anyway, so that takes us on to uh, WCW Nitro. You know what my first thought with Nitro was? Can I beat you to it and then you tell me if you agree? Yep. I think I said this during the last podcast yep. when we were watching the um, War Games. It's like the show and the pay-per-views are completely different entities. Yeah, well, basically, mine, it's not quite the same. For, like, I didn't think of it like that. All I thought was, oh, fuck, Mongo's back. <laughs> that, that was my first thought process as Nitro started. You know what Mongo says in the first bit? Um, Get I mean, Grandma I... out the bathroom, because if you ain't here, you're getting a bum stare. I don't know what even that a means. A bum stare. A bum stare, what does that mean? Uh, it means you're, like, being... Um, Directed in the wrong direction. But I it's think. well. I think. Remind anyway. me what you were saying last time. Like he he did that again. Yeah. Stop <laughs> telling. Stop talking to people who aren't watching. Like I'm watching. Like can you just address me as I'm here? Honestly, it's like it's like he's doing that thing where particularly you do as kids, where there's like three of you and two of you aren't talking. He keeps going. Can you can you tell Dave that I don't like his face? It's like mate, no. Dave sat right there. You tell him. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not getting involved. Like, just leave it. You know what I was thinking throughout this as well. It really doesn't look like Bobby Heenan's enjoying himself. No, it it doesn't. Um, there's a bit a bit later on where I I noted that um, like at some point like in 
And I, like you said the other time, I think Mongo's trying really hard to build up a rapport. There's a bit where Bobby just goes, do you always have to start on me? Which is weird, because he's, he's the heel commentator. Like, why is, why is the heel commentator going, mate, why have you always got to start on me? What's that about? To, to the good guy colour commentator. It's, it's very, just strange. Um, what's, not, what's, what's the word he's... Not restrained, is that the right word? Just subdued, I think. Subdued, I mean, yeah. It's a bit, I found it a bit sad because, you know, you've got Lola at the peak of his powers. He's loving it. Cackling. And like, don't get me wrong, I still, yeah. I still love the brain's work. Absolutely love it. But I love him and, you know, I remember his, you know, yeah, and like, 80s work. I and, do remember his 80s work. And, maybe and his own some chat of that, show <laughs> I, yeah. I, I enjoyed. But, um, maybe some of that is, is rubbing off on me, but he still he still does some, some really good He still does stuff. some great work. He's still a great personality, but he does seem subdued. And I don't know, I was looking at his face sometimes. He really doesn't seem like he's having fun. No, he does seem like he doesn't really know how he got there, which is unfortunate because uh, he's like, I like to say, I, I love him. I love him a lot. But anyway... So moving on from that, um, yeah. So it, it turns out Hogan wasn't actually killed during <laughs> during Fall Brawl. Um, I mean, it really did look like he was. Let's not kid ourselves. But he is technically still alive, apparently. Well, but uh, at the beginning, the uh, the Taskmaster, yeah, and the giant as... turn up in an ambulance, yeah. Uh, yeah. So because they want to know how it must have felt to be Hulk Hogan at the end of Fall Brawl after he got killed. Yeah, and uh, apparently the way to do that isn't to twist your own head off, it's to, to get in what I really hope, for the sake of the public services, wherever they were, was a fake ambulance. Because if they've stolen an ambulance, that's just not on. So during this little vignette, I was I was thinking yeah. how shit um, the big show is at this point. Yeah, he's 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 pretty bad. There's and no I like ways. the big show, he, he becomes a real good... He does. He's, and a, like, he's a really good performer. He's a really good on the mic as well, the big show. But, he's, he's good at everything. Actually, yeah. one of my, just, just to split out like for, for a minute, one of my favourite things that the WWE have, have done recently, and by recently I mean post-CM Punk, um, was, remember that storyline where basically the authority were making the big show do things he didn't want to do? Mm. Yeah, that, that, like he was incredible for that. Cause there was a bit where they gave him a knockout. <laughs> Is it Flair or it's someone? Is it Dolph Ziggler? No, no, because it's like it's like a legend. It's like mm. it's like an oh, old person, right. someone who can't yeah. defend themselves. So, oh, yeah, yeah. like he's genuinely like he's he's genuinely in tears as he punches a man. It's like it. No, he's it a great performer. Of a it big is. Show. Uh, yeah, it's and it's credit work. to him. Like he's I he's come a long way. I don't. I'm not patronising him. Who am I to talk? Yeah, about exactly. Big show, yeah. But, like he 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 really has come a long way though. And. He definitely, had, and like I think some of the stuff they were giving him. Well, at they this got point. him to do a lot of evil villain laughing. Yeah, they did, and like, like he shouts a lot for no clear reason. It's like, mate, just just talk also, bad person. They're still claiming that he's Andre the Giant's kid. Yeah, they really are, and like, like he says, Dad would be right beside me in my mission to destroy Hulkamania. Yeah, I like, hmm, it. I don't know how it was at the time, but but now looking back, it really doesn't sit well. That like it, it really mm. feels a bit a bit weird. But that you know, could, like yeah, it's, well, it's just a wrestling odd. business. Maybe maybe Andre the Giant would see it as a compliment because you know when um, mm. when Paul Bearer died, like 
you know he'd be loving CM Punk using yeah. him. Yeah, he definitely like, it's would. It's the biggest pat on the back, isn't it? Yeah, it's just... It, I don't know, but it, it, something felt just a bit weird about it, like, if you know what I mean. I mean, did he know that they were going to do this? I mean, how long had he, had he been dead before? I don't know. I'd, I've, I've no idea. Like, he may even... I don't think he was. But it's so obviously not true. Like, yeah, that's the problem with it. Like, yeah, it, it's very strange. Like, because that's the thing, like, the, the Paul Bearer stuff with, with CM Punk used him and used his character, and, and that seems okay to me, but, like, this just seemed to, you know, it's like, oh, I do have a giant, I, I, I had a kid, and, like, well, I mean, none of this is true, lads. You just, you're making stuff up about a guy who's dead. That's weird. Also, were they ever in the ring together? Did they... Yeah. Did, does Andre Vagina even know this guy exists as a human being? Like, yeah, a bit weird. I mean, I think actually, like, when you look at where the big show's gone, I'm sure Andre would ultimately have been fine with it, but it's just like. At it, the time, it just seems weird as fuck. It seems weird as fuck, like, yeah. Like, we don't even need to explain why it seems weird as fuck. It just it does. Just in the gut, seems weird as fuck. Okay, so anyway, so after that, which was kind of shit, but we move on to a, a match which is billed as the American Males. Who seem to have some kind of what are they, male stripper gimmick? Yeah, I don't know. But have, have I said? Do you, like, do you know that like he is now a gigolo? Who's that? Bagwell? No, I didn't know life. that. No, I mean, fair play to him. That is quite a way to make a living. Um, although you must, with women though. Yeah, you must have to do some pretty upsetting stuff. I would imagine. That's, I'd do it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's one of those like I. There's, there's a lot of things for, in, in life that I enjoy. And I think having the, the added pressure of you've got to do it on demand for money would really lessen my enjoyment of most well, of it. If them. I gave you a two grand now, would you masturbate? In front of you? Yeah. I, I mean, probably, but you can't deny that would get weird. Like, every time I masturbate after that would well, be... I'd be like, why have I just given two? <laughs> would be... Would just not be... It would ruin masturbation for me, is my point. Um... Yeah, anyway. Masturbation on demand. Yeah, no. If there's anyone out no. there who wants it, um, <laughs> nah, nah. Well, you're going to give my number out. So. <laughs> yeah, I am, yeah. yeah but anyway, man. so they're, they're supposed to be fighting the Blue Bloods. Um, one of whom is, is uh, Lord Stephen Regal, which is William yep. Regal, yeah? And um, I don't know what they call him now, but one of them's beautiful Bobby Eaton. What do they call him? Earl Bobby? I can't remember. Something like that. Because they don't actually make it out. Hallam mm. Heat attack one of them, God knows where the eagle is, uh, before they get there. And, and they just, yeah, they just take over. Also, one of the weird things here was um, they said that somebody, I think it was the American Males, beat the Nasty Boys at Fall Brawl. Now, I watched Fall Brawl. Well, didn't you talk about this like, when in the in the Fall Brawl podcast that there was, like, a pre-show? Yeah, apparently. I mean, and so, I assume that must yeah. have been what it was, but because I watched it and they weren't there. Um, yeah, so Alamy come out and just beat up the Blue Bloods. Apparently, they've run over everyone since last night. One of my favourite sentences ever. They've run over everyone since last night. Like, they've had one day to run over everyone. Eleven bar fights. And they've got it done. For the title. In all fairness to him, they've got it done, and you can't knock them for that. Oh, during this, I, we, we learned that um, Nick Botwinkle's the, the commissioner figure. Actually, no, the yeah. other night we were saying, like... Yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. I know about that as well, because we were saying it. Yeah. Uh, so, I have Nick Bullwinkle with a with a question mark, so I can't remember what they said his surname was. But, yeah, so there is a commissioner figure, he just never turns up to well, work. He was a really, really um, 
massive successful wrestler i think with the awa mostly um a lot of those guys were back in the day one second it's getting a bit um <laughs> no chris jericho um talks really highly of him i think yeah, uh, i think i've heard that i mean i'm not pretending i know yeah i know in detail what i'm talking about i've never seen this guy wrestle but a lot of um a lot of the legends in in their podcasts and interviews say that this guy was a really good wrestler. Ah, fair play to him. Well, anyway, so yeah, but that, I mean that's worth noting. I don't know if he'll show up in the future, but there, there is one because we were questioning it because because on WWE WWF whatever you want to call it, uh, interim president Gorilla Monsoon is is a really big figure, and it, and you know no, will he allow this or yeah. got Monsoon sanction this match? It needs that, doesn't it? it I, I really think it does. Yeah, you need to have. You need to have someone who who makes these apparent decisions. Anyway, one of the things that I enjoyed about this match, by the way, and they did it all through the night, was there's some guys in the crowd who, who who keep holding up different different signs. They must have brought fucking loads. But during the start of this one, they hold up one that says, We want it, though. Yeah, yeah, I, which, I got that. Which, yeah, I was like, good lads, good lads. Because obviously, I mean, you know, which even if you were a WWE fan at this point, WCW's coming to town, it's still wrestling, you're still going to go. So, yeah, so, but I like... I, know, I, like I noted that. here as well, Bischoff said, um, you know when Booker did his axe kick? Is it yeah. an axe kick? I, I what know what you mean, it? I can't yeah. remember what they call it. Um, it's like a Bischoff said it reminded him um, of the kicks of the kickboxers he's recently seen in a K1 competition. Which, mm. I didn't... Maybe maybe we'll see more of that, but that that's a very now thing. That K one, yeah, no, right. but a very now thing. Wrestling and mixed martial arts not being, mm. you know, two different entities blurring the lines. Like it, it was even happening in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, yeah, it's only, I do but remember. Then, you know, that. It was I don't know yeah. when he came in, but I guess are we going to see Ken Shamrock? Oh, we'll see him at some point. Yeah, and the not other lad was it Tank Abbott. I don't know the other Tank lad, to be honest. And um, what's the guy in um, the other guy in WWE? Can't remember the other ones, Mike. He had a beard. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so, so it was even happening back then, you know. Yeah. So basically, this match, like, it becomes a title match, even though it's apparently not sanctioned or something. Um, eventually, the American males win because. I don't know if it's direct related, but Sherry gets distracted by a thing with, with well, Colonel Parker. Booker and... T's holding yeah. Buff Bagwell. Sherry's... Oh, the nasty boys come in, don't they? Yeah, sorry. Sherry's at the apron, mm. and I think, what, she's going to slap him oh, no. or something? Yeah. But just before she does, Colonel Parker comes, whisks her off the apron, mm. and carries her back in his arms. Oh, no, the nasty boys don't come in. That was no. a, that was ball ball. Yeah, but and then... And the then... Booker T tries like a power slam or something. And the Buff guy Bagwell falls, on, falls him. on him. So it was a bit of a weird kind of. He was distracted, but yeah, the distraction had nothing to do with the win anyway. Really, hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, yeah. It was it was strange, right? It was like, oh, but she was distracted. Yeah, but it would have made no difference. So, like, what do you want me? To, yeah, well, like, why are you saying that? Uh, anyway, um, so we move on from that, which was. Like, I mean, I, I thought the, the match set was kind of nothing-y. Um, oh, before, um, before that Macho Man advertised Slim Jims, if anybody knows what a Slim Jim is, let us know, will you? 
Macho Man Hawking Slim Jims. What that's, is a Slim that's Jim? That's my note. It is like, um, it's an American thing, obviously. It's like, uh, I think it's like pepperoni. I think it's that kind of thing. I, I, I wouldn't mind a Slim Jim. Yeah, I'd eat a Slim Jim. Like, he really wants you to buy them Slim Jims, does, does Macho Man. And fair play to him, because he's probably getting a cut. I don't know if he still is. Probably not. All no, because he's dead, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I, but I, I hope did, he's yeah. a, maybe he's a, he's maybe he's a, a state. state yeah. mm. I like Macho Man, by the way. On a side note, big fan. So um, yeah, the next bit, Nate comes. Yeah, and like I just got written with Mean Gene in ring. Yeah, I just have written down here, Flairsy being Flairsy. Um You know what? That's really, all you need to know. And if you if you listen to Flairsy in in his you know interviews and stuff. He really hates this point of his career. Mm. Like, he reckons he, you know, he was drained of confidence and he was, like, at his lowest ebb and stuff. The He's man's still good. <laughs> I still really enjoy what he does. Yeah, I mean, like, this, this promo is... As I say, I just wrote Flairsy being Flairsy because if you're familiar with Rick Flair, if you're familiar with how he cuts a promo... If you're familiar with the quality he generally uh, delivers. So he's talking about in this promo the mm. match at Fall Brawl and, and how Brian Pillman got involved, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and he eventually lost to Juan Anderson via Brian Pillman's involvement. Yeah. And he, you know, he's, he accuses Arn of bringing an outsider into Forbidden Land. And, and it's all about, um, he broke the code, mate. Yeah, I mean, that's the big... We're bad yeah. lads. But, but you broke there's a code and you broke it and like it's a great promo like it I mean, I mean maybe great Flaherty does a lot of silly shit right but central to his message is always really real mm. is what I've seen so far no I mean this was like it, it was good stuff but anyway um, again it's Look at me talking like I can't believe Flaherty's really good at the mic yeah <laughs> yeah but well, that's it like we it's a bit like football, you know. Who's the best player ever, Pele? Only seen highlights of him on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. How would I even know? And you can go further yeah. back than that. Like, there's, there's people like De Stefano who people will make a case for. And it's like, well, never even seen him play. Never seen him kick a ball, lads. But there's people who swear by him. Like, Fergie swears by him. Fergie claims he's the best player ever. And... Fergie's old and I've seen him. Yeah, exactly. And But, I mean, that's the point. Like, it's it's... It's who's around. Anyway, there is after this a really strange match, uh, which was Paul Orndorff, fresh off his weird, like, psychological break slash self-confidence boost, whatever the fuck that was. And he's got glorious new music. Wonderful. He's Mr. Wonderful. Like... You know he's so wonderful, and he knows it too. I've said that in... I, it, it's not like that, but there are words. Yeah, and it is... It is glorious. Like, like I, I was it's absolutely like this eerie it. woman. Yeah. In a kind of operatic. Yeah. It's, way. It is sensational. It. It's worth looking up. Obviously, the guys keep going on about how horrible it is, but it's not. It's glorious. But like, what was odd about it's this? It's terribly match? glorious, and he reminds me. He's apparently he's wearing um, it, it's a new outfit, new music, new attitude. Yes. So apparently, this is like the first time he's done this thing. Which and makes he, sense, given yeah. what happened at Fobo. And he, what, remind me what happened at Four Brawl. So he's in his what, dressing room. Just remind me of that the guy. Gary, Gary Spivey comes in yeah. with clearly wearing a wig and basically he convinces him that he's Mr. Wonderful by just saying, you're Mr. Wonderful. And that, and well, repeatedly, he's, and that's well, he's it. he's a believer now. So, yeah. um, now, what, what I found really odd about this match... I, I wrote down before you go on, 
he reminds me a bit of Rick with Model Martel. He's yeah, got he's got. Yeah, he has a. He has a, a mirror. Keeps, yeah, underwear. That's that's a that's a really good comparison, actually. Yeah, yeah. Fair play to you, Mike. Uh, but anyway, like what I found really odd about the match was like it's his first one after the thing. So what thing? After you know his change of his change of after character being almost. By yeah, so Spacker. So he's got this new. He's he's rebranded. He's a new Paul Arndorf. He's Mister Wonderful again. So his first match, he's got to win his first match. His first match is a squash match. That's basically how it's going to go. But it's against Johnny Bibad, who is like a real guy. Like I, I don't, I don't know why Johnny Bibad is in there. He's got well, his Johnny own stuff Bibad's going on. Cape, it says when you're hot, you're, you're hot. hot. No, it says, I think it says when you're hot, you're hot. Or well, maybe it was a crease. Yeah, I, thought, I, I, thought I, I think it says when you're hot, you're hot. I mate. thought he was making like a statement, like if you're no, narcissistic I'd... and self-centered. Then you're you're not. Hot. I don't think Johnny B. Bad was that deep, mate. If I'm honest. But looking at him, I was like, I'm very confused. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's happening there. Anyway, Arndorf wins with a roll up. It's not a great match. Uh, but well, he wins. He wins with that move which um, Bret Hart made famous in uh, yeah. the SummerSlam match with British Bulldog. A small package. Well, yeah. Um, Johnny B. Bad tries a sunset flip. Yeah. And then he drops on he him. Just yeah. sits on him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, and then we go to to basically onset with Baywatch. Apparently the WCW were doing something with, with, with Baywatch. And the Taskmaster assaults uh, Macho Man, which is a bit strange. When he's doing some bench press. Yeah. yeah, and just keeps yelling five more for no reason. Because, I mean, he's choking him while screaming five more, which I think is unreasonable. I couldn't, because I, I was watching it on my laptop, I couldn't make out the honeys. Because Macho Man's being cheered on by... An assortment of um, well, Baywatch. Baywatch, yeah, yeah. He was in Baywatch at the time. It didn't look like Pamela. I don't know. Didn't see anyone. I know Pamela. Recognised. Yeah. Saw no one I recognised, and I would recognise some people from Baywatch. Uh, But anyway, and then Macho Man gets promo. Well, Macho Man is saved. If you remember, he's saved by Ric Flair and and some other people. Yeah. No, and the Baywatch lads. Yeah. Who I don't. it's a bit know. of a strange one because it doesn't really become a thing. So they ask Macho Man about it and he and he says, thanks but no thanks to it, Claire. And then, like, my favourite bit of this, this promo is, I can't remember what it was about, but Macho Man is saying, like, he, he, he's saying something about someone and he goes, like, say he, he says, oh, but he hates most of it. He goes, I mean, you're really, really bad. <laughs> which, which uh, oh, no, it's about Hulk Hogan. He's saying he's, he's a terrible judge of character. Well, well, well I'll get to this bit. And then he bef- goes, I mean, you're really, really bad. But before this, your man's, um, what's his name? Mongo. Because, you know, we're, well, we're watching it on the network, but where there would have been an ad break, before this bit, he comes back and he says, people get out of the refrigerator the commercial's over. This is more action than a rooster sees in a hen house. Yeah, he's weird, Mongo. Right. But we don't want to push this too much, but you may sense that within the room here, Mongo isn't really getting over. Well, well, is it... I mean, you tell me, guys. Is it because we're English and we don't... It could be. I don't know. I, I think some of it as well is Mongo's quite new to this and he's like, you know... He's he's not a commentator. He's he's a sportsman himself. I'm I'm informed a good one. I believe he won a Super Bowl, but he's probably a good lad. I don't. But he's just, I don't hate him. He just makes me feel weird. Yeah, like he does give me that impression. I've met a lot of guys like this. He's not a bad guy. He's just trying too hard. You don't have to try this hard, Mongo. Just 
Just relax, be yourself. Also, he's doing more of this stuff than Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah. Like, it's like, so he's, weird. He's doing all this crap and Bobby the Brain Heenan, Bobby the Brain Heenan is just sitting there looking like he wants Borderline to depressed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, and I've mentioned that, Alf Heenan. Most, like, for the other ones that Heenan's been in, I've always written down at least one of Heenan's quips because I love them. There wasn't many. There wasn't anything. Mate, I went, as you can tell, guys, by the way, I apologise. I'll say it with more gusto next time, but I wrote a lot of stuff down this week. A lot of, like, monologue stuff that I found, like, really funny. I was watching this, like, this episode with bated breath for a Heenan gem. Yeah, I, they, they, they were, just didn't there was come. from him here at yeah, all. They no. just didn't come. Anyway, I think then Luger came out for this Macho Man. Yeah, so he's, he's dead pointless. Macho Man's like, he's oh, saying yeah. he's yeah he's yeah. saying that he's gonna kill the Taskmaster like a snake. He's gonna whip his head off, hmm. um, and yeah, he's saying that he's, he he goes on and on about Luger cheap shotting him at war games. And he reckons it's not just Luger. He reckons Jimmy Hart and Sting were in on it too. He's getting all paranoid, basically. He is, yeah. But you got to love that. Um, and then Luger comes to the ring to confront him. Mm. And um, tells Macho that the reason why he's acting like this is because he's jealous. And he's trying to hide the fact that he wants the title too. It's like, don't call me a fucking... Yeah. Which even Macho admits mm. is a good point. So yeah, that's he's... Nice. He says it's a good point. Luger does the... He's sick of playing with kids again. He wants to play with the big boys. Yeah. And, um, the police are sick of him playing with kids. Fight. <laughs> Luger is sick of being a criminal. He just wants to be a normal lad. <laughs> anyway. Fair uh, point. Yeah. At this point, we get to see... After, after that promo, we get to see Hogan's bike be, be crushed by the giant, which is... It, it's such a weird thing, because... He drives up in on this this Harley Davidson, and there's a small crowd of, of people, and it goes on for a little bit, but and you can see them get gradually more tired of pretending to be happy that he's there. Well, they're it's doing on. a lot of whoop whooping. And like, then, as it gets to the five minute mark, they're just thing, like, like they're just like, oh, this is shit. Do we still need then, to keep jumping up and down? And I bet, yeah, and then as often happens in these situations, a monster truck comes out of nowhere and crushes his bike. Uh, I can't, honestly, I can't tell you how often that happens to me as a child. I'd leave my bike somewhere, monster truck, over it. And then Hogan remembers the giant maniacally laughing in his monster truck with Hulk Hogan beating up the monster truck. Just banging <laughs> yeah. on, on the door and just, yeah. Just being really upset at that monster truck. Yeah, I mean, he's angry. There's no two ways about that. And then, then we get the, the, the main event, which is Pillman against Flair. Um... Good match. Good solid match. Um not amazing. Nice and quick. It was like nine yeah. minutes. It wasn't wasn't a long one. It wasn't Yeah, it wasn't an all time classic, but it was a good match. One of the commentators during it, I think it's probably Bischoff. You know, they're really pushing this They're like, What's up with Hogan? Uh, sorry. What's up with Pillman, you know? He's changed. Yeah, he's, so he's, he tried you know, Pillman's doing real proper heel dirty pins, he's doing a bit of slapping and uh, smack talking. Is that a real thing? Smack yeah, talking? smack talking. Well, no, but it is what talking they call smack. it. Talking smack. Talking, yeah, well, I'm, you can use that either, I think. Smack talking. Yeah, I think you can say that. Right, he's doing I'm that. no expert, now. but I think you can. 
He's doing a bit of that. He's being a bad guy, basically. He is, yeah. And I mean, eventually, Flair wins. Flair wins clean with a figure four, doesn't he? Um, I remember thinking at the time, can we, can we just have that again, please? Hmm. I, I've got so used to people not giving up with the figure four. Yeah. Uh, by the time I, well, you know, this is this is a real a real annoyance. Brett's got the sharpshooter on. Well, he's not going to win, is he? Yeah, like Flair's got the he, he's got the figure four on. Oh, seeing as he's well, he's not, is he? It's boring. Like this this thing of of now, you know, people having specialist um, submission moves. Yeah, no one no one taps out anymore. First time either. No, like, I'm like. And like it's 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 it a was so good where it was like, right, Flair's he's well, got it on. Yeah, Pillman's got no chance. He's got no yeah, other option. Yeah, I really it's, miss it's, for days yeah. of like submissions are one of the worst for it. I'll, I'll give you that, but of just a finisher being a finisher. So the point where like basically like Brett was the first person to kick out of a perfect Plex after like years, like. You, people just didn't kick out of finishers and it like Taker was the first person to kick out of a DDT yeah like Jake the Snake's DDT they, they were big things someone kicking out of a finisher was was like oh this is massive he's kicked out but now it's just like basically false finishers are boring yeah like right. a, a main event at any WWE pay-per-view these days will have at least three finishers in it they'll each hit one they'll each be a false finisher finish and then depending on what it is they'll they'll, you know, have at least one more to, to finish it. Actually, the only time it was any good was for Triple H Undertaker match. But that was when they went with so many false finishers that it actually got to the point of, yeah, actually, like, now I'm just curious to see who doesn't kick out. Um, which went quite well, I felt. Um, like, it wasn't a great match. These, these are just my thoughts, and I'm nobody, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter what I say, but... Watching this, wrestling's really got to have a rewind, I think. I mean, that's what I would do with it, yeah. Anyway, so, I mean, that was basically the end of, the, of, of Nitro. Although, what I found really weird about Nitro is, like, the very last thing on it is just Bobby Heenan just going, something's going on in the back. And then, then it just ends. I think I was eating my sausage sandwich. I... Yeah, I'm sure you probably were. That's the kind of thing you would do. But, yeah, he just says, something's going, there's something going on in the back as it ends. I maybe we'll find out next week what that was, but yeah, just ends. All right. So anyway, so that's that's both of of, of the um of the shows. So we got to pick a winner, Mike. Got to pick a winner. Oh, we were talking about this when I was having my pee. It's a before. tough week to pick, in like, my opinion. I really, I was really excited for Raw after last week, although my brain was bombarded with shite. Like, but. I don't know whether it was because it was the first week on Sky Sports, the last episode of Raw, or whether it was just because it was the um, the first Raw after a promo. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, a pay per view. Yeah. But it was really Let's down go. a level this week. Yeah, yeah. Raw was Raw in particular was a lot worse than it was last week. I, it wasn't a great week. Like Nitro didn't particularly up its game either. Like. This was... Nitro was probably a bit better. Probably, yeah, yeah, possibly. But it's still shit. Yeah, they, like, this was the first the first week where, where we've done this. Honestly, where I don't I really, really care thought... if anyone listens to this, mate. This is going to be an epic, like, 
This this could this, get grueling. If it carries on no, like no, this, mate, it was grueling for me to this, watch. Yeah, no, these to watch both were like yeah. like I thought Raw was. I it's thought, like, what am I doing with my life, right? I've had a shit day at work. Raw was real pointless this week, but, like, none of the matches had any purpose whatsoever. And I would give Nitro the win for that, because at least Pillman Flair, there, would, there were things happening there. Like, that's, you know, there's a storyline there. No, I'd give, I'd give Raw the win, mate. I can't. Can't give it I Nitro. Can't, I can't, mate. I, can't. I know what you mean, but that's the... That's, like... We're going to do a okay. lot of these football analogies. That's like giving the award of World Player of the Year to somebody who isn't Messi just because Messi scored 35 goals instead of 50. Yeah, all right. That is a fair point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think the cold light of day, the only match that I thought was really good this week. Like, I've, Flair Pillman was was solid but it wasn't amazing i mean the the best match was definitely razor against one two three kid for me see i'd say the best match was probably flazzy's match but okay i well, did like i did like one two three kids but just mm. production just mm. commentary I don't, yeah like i mean again I, I i've got to give it raw man yeah may, maybe the commentary just just edges it like i think I think the, the well, in-ring product this week from... Like, now, maybe it'll come up beers, again. I can't remember the, min- yeah. the minutia, but the feeling in the gut was definitely raw. Yeah, I think... I think, And this may come up again. And one I really of the things, tried to... to, yeah. to one to, of the to things with raw else. this week was like... Like, it really felt to me like that roster is paper thin. Like, without Sean, without Brett, to a lesser extent, Diesel, like, there's no one there. There's no one there to carry it. Like everything else is better, but that roster needs needs some some doing with it because yeah, it's paper thin. WCW's is it's much better, but but no, I I agree with you. So so we're going with Raw again. I think for for the win, just because look, just it is a WCW slightly easier watch. Shite. But yeah, um, basically, yeah, WCW is, is bad at this point. It really it's is. It's a bit like um, it's a bit like a new shop. Yeah, it's like, well, oh, have, I, have you got a bag? Or oh, the bag's over. It's, it's like, you know, McDonald's. Everybody, WWE is like McDonald's. And there's yeah. your bag. There's your receipt. WC, well, this guy will I'll do that. I'll tell you what I go with. Like, like at the minute, WWE is KFC. Mm-hmm. WCW is currently like it's it's Tennessee Fried Chicken on on like Bricks and High Street. It's like, yeah, this isn't. It just isn't as good in any department, lads. But like, if if that lad's on, it's better. Yeah. But if he's not, it's shit. If it's that other chef, there's no. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I very. There's there's no backup. It's all on like yeah, it's all on. Basically, the in ring talent have to knock it out the park, or it's gonna be worse. All right, so I mean that brings us to the end. Another win for WWE. Um, makes it two 0 So. How long have we got a? wait till it properly happens i don't know mike i really don't know because this feels like a, a little while minute. it is it is going to be harsh it's like i think we've got like six months like it's a long time anyway um let's call it a night for the evening let's get drunk and forget the fact that we have two jobs currently thanks to this um hi everyone so yeah yeah you know uh, check us out next week we'll be back oh, just so you don't get the wrong idea of, of, about me 
Is there anything to follow that up at all? Like, I just just I was just gonna say something about how I love women, but I don't. So, okay, I think we're probably gonna edit this bit out. If I'm honest, but I'll leave it in. Yeah, ah, fuck it, we'll leave it in. Whatever. See you later. But I do like women. Bye now.